College football season is over, but we are not right here on Locked On NFL Draft. Who was the best prospect in championship weekend that we saw? <laughs> we'll handle that right here. Let's go. You are Locked On NFL Draft, your daily podcast covering the NFL Draft. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, sir. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Locked On NFL Draft. It's the three best friends anybody could have. It's former NFL, AFL defensive back Eric Crocker, fresh off a Vegas trip. So the fact that he is here and on time is an absolute feather in his cap because you know what happens when you go to Vegas. You either, well, you have a Vegas weekend or you get beat by the Raiders, which I had one of those a few weekends ago. <laughs> you follow Eric at Eric underscore Crocker. Ryan Tracy from Rogue Analytics. Ryan did not go to Vegas, so Ryan was here on time as well. NFL33.com and <laughs> at Ryan Tracy, NFL, I'm John Harris, football analyst, silo reporter for the Houston Texans. Um, getting ready for Deshaun Day. If you know what that means, well, good on you. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Price Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up $200 with promo code locked on. That's pricepicks.com, promo code locked on. Guys, I'll make this very Simple, right out the shoot. It was championship weekend. A few surprises. Who was the best draft prospect that you saw? And Ryan Tracy, we'll start with you. It's a tough one, but uh, I'm going to take the guy that I think impressed me the most. Okay. And put himself into a conversation we haven't had him in before. Well, John has. Deuce Vaughn changed the landscape of what the running back position is in this draft, in my opinion. Because I, I thought he had the breakaway speed. I thought he had the ability to make guys miss when he had to. But he took it to the next level, especially when they had to have it. And for that team to play the way that they did, it was a lot of Deuce Vaughn that, that rose their level of play across the board. So kudos to him. Yeah, he came up big in some really big-time key moments uh, that they needed. And you can see Kansas State, they're trying to put – uh, TCU away. It was really difficult for them to do that. At one point, they were up, was I think it was like 11 points yeah. with what, half a quarter left in the fourth quarter. And, you know, you're thinking, oh, this is it. You know, they're, they're taking over and Vaughn breaks off a huge run and that's it. Strike up the band. This game is over. Obviously, Kansas, uh, excuse me, not Kansas State, <laughs> uh, their opponent, TCU, they did fight back, man. But Deuce Vaughn, how he ran the ball, we've talked about him kind of being that mighty mouse type mm-hmm. running back, uh, the contact balance, the explosiveness, uh, the creativity. They brought up the Spurls thing. I know we brought that up. I'm pretty sure a lot of other people make that connection as well. But it really was fun watching him perform against TCU on that big stage. Yeah, no doubt. Ryan, I just want to ask real fast, um, as a Jayhawk, how hard was that to say Deuce Vaughn? See, normally it would be difficult, but but for those of us from from that state, it, it's it's KU, and then it's anybody from Kansas beating Texas, so we're okay, okay with that. <laughs> gotcha. All right, uh, Deuce Vaughn. By the way, I think number three for TCU. He's still looking for his ankles uh, on that long run by Deuce Vaughn. Uh, I I love this guy. Like I said, I saw I saw him up close, and when you see him, you don't realize that's Deuce Vaughn. And then you see him on the field, and you see him standing in a huddle. And they're a dude six three, six four in that huddle, and you're like, he's five six. I, when they go to the combine, if he's more than five six, I'll be completely and totally shocked. And yet, he embarrasses anybody and everybody. Uh, his dad was a coach. Dad's now a scout. So 
that dude knows the game. I, I, I'd take him in a heartbeat. All right, Eric, best draft prospect you saw this weekend in championship weekend? And there are a couple ways I could go with this. I really liked what I saw from Quentin Johnston and just the prospect that he is. Only four catches, but over 100 yards. Explosive plays. But I'm going to go with Jalen Carter, Georgia, man. Out there in the interior, the big hog mollies in the middle of that defense. Multiple tackles for loss. Had a sack. Even picked up uh, J- uh, TCU's quarterback, Daniels. Jaden Daniels, like, he was a little kid. Like, he was my son. Or not even that. He picked him up like he was something smaller. Like, my, my wife, she has this dog. It's called a Snorky. And that's how he picked up Jaden Daniels. I'm like, wow. Like, just to kind of impose your just physicality and your dominance on this little poor quarterback the way he did. But really throughout that game, you see the attention that he takes on. Uh, His ability is so high, and I hope he reaches the ceiling in which he can play, man. But showed really a lot of dominance in that game and made things really tough for LSU's offense early on. I know LSU started to kind of fight back as far as yardage goes, and we'll talk about some of the receivers. Kayshawn Boutte, I de- definitely wanted to get into him and some of the things he did. But uh, overall, Jalen Carter, man, as far as a prospect, you know, if he goes top five, I don't think anybody's surprised at all. When he, when he picked up Daniels, it wasn't just that he picked him up. He picked him up in one arm, and then he's celebrating with the other hand. <laughs> to say, hey, look, I, I, I got him. It's funny because I've seen actually a couple NFL players down from the sidelines the last couple of weeks get up off a sack pile and start kind of pointing at themselves like, hey, I'm the one that got the sack. I'm the one that got the sack. And so when, when Carter did that, I thought, I guess he's signaling the statistician as if to say he was the one that ended up getting uh, the sack. Yeah. I thought that was that was pretty impressive. I'm going to go with. I don't think if he was the most impressive, but I've been watching him for a couple of years, and I feel like he's different from everybody else. And Quinn Johnston did get him a couple of times. But Julius Brents, the corner from Kansas State, also got Johnston a few times. He got the interception on the fade route. He played it so perfectly. Chest to chest. I think Duggan kind of got caught in between because Brents played that coverage so incredibly well. The interception was easy at that point. Um, at six three, six four, you know, there aren't many corners that are built like that. And the one that comes to mind, obviously, is the guy we saw last year in Tariq Woolen. Tariq Woolen at six four. Now Tariq ran in the four four three range, and that is what put it over the top. But Tariq also coming out of UTSA was not thought to be um a, a top three round guy because of some of the struggles he had in coverage and some of the things at UTSA, etc. But that has turned around here. I don't think Brent's has had that, but I don't think Brent's is a four three guy if he is i think you guys start making way that he's going to get up into that list but julius brent for me from kansas state maybe not the purely most impressive but who he was going against and the fact that he was one-on-one most of the day that johnson got some but brent's got his too and i think with his size and length he becomes very interesting the iowa transfer we'll get a chance to see julius brent down at the senior bowl now two quarterbacks we're going to talk up pumped up roughed up in the next segment I'm going pumped up for both. Who were they and why? We'll see what the guys have to say about Max Duggan and Stetson Bennett next. But I get to talk about Total Wine and more. This holiday, find what you love at Total Wine and more. With so many great bottles to choose from, it's easy to find a new favorite single-barrel bourbon or the best gifts or the perfect gifts for everyone on your list with some help from a friendly guide. And all with the confidence of knowing you found something special for the lowest price. And there's nothing better to get something great at a low price. 
That's Nirvana. You'll love what you find only at Total Wine and More. Curbside pickup and delivery available in most areas. Visit TotalWine.com to learn more. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. It's Total Wine and More. Like, thank you for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. For the games that matter the most, the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Before we get into Max Duggan and Stetson, Ben, I want to keep you safe. It's a holiday time. There's a lot of nefarious things going on out there. People get desperate and do some things that you really, uh, we don't want you to have to deal with. Well, at Lockdown NFL Draft, we believe that home should be where you and your family feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. That's simply with an I. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Lockdown NFL Draft listeners 40% off a new security system. Do not put it off. 24 7 professional monitoring agents that use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. The service costs under $1 a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. They sniff out real threats with top rate, simply safe app. Stay in complete control of your system wherever you are. Arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras, adjust your system settings anytime, anywhere. Don't miss your chance to say big on my favorite security system. Get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL today. That's simply with an I, simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. There's no safe. Like, simply safe. All right, gentlemen, pumped up, roughed up. Let's start down in the Big 12 championship game. Eric Crocker, Max Duggan, pumped up, roughed up. Your thoughts? I think he got a little bit of both, right? I mean, we're talking about a guy who was picking himself up off the carpet all night long. So there was definitely roughed up from that standpoint. But for as far as how he played, outside the interception, we know we saw the interception on the, in the red zone there. Man, I mean, he gave it his all. Whether he had to use his legs, his arms, he kept fighting. I talked about how I thought several times the game was over. And they kept fighting back. TCU kept fighting back, fighting back on the legs and arms of their quarterback. Man, he was terrific. I thought he showed a lot of grit and growl that you want to see from a quarterback. I never thought that the moment was too big for him. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't keep the ball in his hands at the end of that game and maybe do a quarterback sneak to get in the end zone. But um, it was awesome to see him. So, Roughed up from the standpoint of having to pick himself up continuously off of the ground and just getting hit in the chops with guys with just free running access at him. I I couldn't believe the shots he was taking, but he continued to get up, and I thought he fought back extremely well. I was impressed with how he played. Ryan Tracy, he's 6'1", maybe, 210, maybe. The toughness that he showed, yeah, the, the pick is just, the pick he threw on the fade route, I think that was more Brent's than anything because of the way Brent's covered Johnson. I don't think Duggan knew how to throw, make that throw. But did you walk out of there thinking, you know what? Max Duggan, NFL draft, I think there's a chance for a guy like that. Yeah, I felt for a few weeks that he's got a chance to be drafted easily. I think the red zone in particular, it's not that, that Brent's won that route. And like you said, that throw didn't look like it was a comfortable, well-placed throw for him to make. He's got He's got room to improve there. But it's the timing. That's going to be a negative for him on the evals. Yep. But the heart that he showed. And I'll tell you this. I'm not usually one to take a whole lot out of post-game press conferences. Oh, But when you show that kind of emotion, you're dedicated in a game that you're probably going to get into the playoff anyway. So this isn't the end of your season. It isn't a crumbling. Like 
the heart that he shows and the, the dedication. I think that that's a boon in his evaluation. I think that definitely shows that you can take him. He's going to help your roster. One, I, I heard that and I watched that and it was about 20 seconds in and he, he brought it up himself. He said, I didn't make enough plays to help my team today. And here we are looking at what's going on with Zach Wilson with the Jets. I saw it here. You know, Davis Mills threw two interceptions against the Chicago Bears, and I love Davis, but they asked him about the interceptions. He's like, balls were tipped. It's not my fault. Here's Max Duggan, who essentially carried the Horned Frogs over the finish line by himself. And he's like, I didn't make enough plays to win the game. As an evaluator, yes, I know he's a little shorter. I know he maybe doesn't have the strongest arm, but he's got enough of a lot of things that I like. But when I see a guy that says that, after what we're going through with some of the quarterbacks in the league right now, kind of point a finger at everybody else and place and blame everywhere else, I'll take that guy all day, every day for that particular reason. I, I love seeing that. I mean, if, if my dude that just carried us goes in the press conference and says, I, I, I didn't do enough, they were having to pick him up off the ground after a 40-yard run, and he still carried it on the next play into the end zone. Then he threw a two-point conversion after that. Those are the things that as a quarterback, like, they don't change that, that attitude, that belief. Um, and your players, in the, those guys knew they were going to get back in that game because they had him, and I thought that was impressive. So let's flip it over to another quarterback. Eric Crocker, pumped up, roughed up. Stetson Bennett. We have, we've talked about Stetson because I keep bringing him up because I see something in him, and I know he's not a first-rounder. Like, I get that. I know he's probably not a day-two guy. But I'll be dang if that dude doesn't throw with some RPMs, He's got good velo on the football. He can move. He's now making really smart decisions for the most part. Stetson Bennett, pumped up, roughed up, and your thoughts on him going forward, Eric? Pumped up, for sure. You know, it's been exciting watching him and, and kind of his growth and how he is and really the belief that he has in himself. This is a guy who was a walk-on, transferred, earned a scholarship, came back to Georgia, and even when he first showed up, he had to, you know, replace some guys that were injured. And that was how he got his opportunity. Then he had to beat out DJ Daniels and then make everybody forget about Daniels and, and what he potentially was there to do at Georgia coming from uh, USC. And then now, once it was like, oh, this is my team, you just saw this certain level of confidence and this swag just ooze through his play style. And he does everything that they need. This quarterback here, and we've seen some quarterbacks in the past at Georgia, and sometimes you can look and say, ah, maybe they just need a little bit more of, of a dynamic quarterback. The kid that started over Justin Fields, you know, they had those type of guys. Jake I think Fromm. he brings you Jake a little Fromm, bit. Yeah. Yeah, Jake Fromm. So they had, you know, a Jake Fromm type quarterback, and it seemed like they kind of always had that style of quarterback outside of Fields who ended up transferring. But he brings you a little bit of that Fromm game. But then in a little bit more dynamicness with just the RPMs that you talked about, which how he throws, the way he carries himself, has a little swagger, a little bounce. He did a mic drop after a play in this game. And, you know, he's using his legs. Now, he didn't do it in a big way this past game. But, I mean, he's a walking four touchdowns a game throwing. And we've talked about these other guys as far as being a Heisman quarterback or a Heisman award winner. What about Stetson Bennett? What about Stetson Bennett, Ryan Tracy? What about Stetson Bennett? And I'm going to throw you a comp, and I want your comparison. Ooh. He's a faster Taylor Heineke. Ooh. He's Ooh. definitely faster. I'll give you that. Yeah. And, and I think, at least from an evaluation standpoint here, I don't, I don't know that, honestly, after the last draft and honestly the last two drafts, that we can say this guy's a classic day two guy. He might slide into day two because of the way this draft's going to go because it's two guys at the top, in my opinion. After that, 
it might be a free-for-all. So we don't know where he's going to land. But I'll tell you this. I don't want to see another mic drop. It's serious now. I didn't like the, the post-game comment that, hey, it's like winning a national championship when you win the SEC. No, it's not. You got at least two more games. You need to go get that done. So I want to see that step back up. I'm, I'm glad that he's shown that he's not just the running guy that he was. Part of the season was like, is this really all he can bring? So he's well-rounded uh, himself out this season. Now it's time to get serious and go get a championship. If he does that, that's sealing the deal. If you're from the South – they believe the SEC championship is the end-all, be-all. <laughs> that's the way Southerners think, for, for whatever reason. That's, that's, just, that's just the way they think. Now, in the South, even though there's a championship headed to Clemson, oh, boy, somebody got roughed up, and it's been rough for a while. We will discuss DJ Uyunglele next, but we got to talk about Daily Fantasy Made Easy, and that is with prize picks. I love prize picks because I know – there are a few guys on this podcast that like to dabble in the dark arts of, you know, over-unders and games and all this kind of stuff that go on, but you do it for just a game for just that weekend. Price picks, you can do it every single day. And it's awesome because it's as simple as, is a guy going to have or is a woman going to have more or less points, yards, and that's it. You just have to go more, more, less, more, less. You went on that, you can win 10 times your money. It's as simple as that. You just pick two to five players in any sports. You can go men's college basketball, women's college hoops, soccer, World Cup's going on right now. You got eSports if you want. I, look, I can't tell you anything about eSports. We can tell you a lot about the NFL and college football. And you just put five, two to five players of any mix. And if they score above the prize picks projection, based on what you think, you go more or less and it's more or less, you can win 10 times your money. Interest can be made 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the prize picks app. We're going to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. Deposit 100, price picks will give you 100. Deposit 50, price picks will give you 50. Deposit 5,000, they'll give you 100. But man, it's still a nice gift to get from Prize Picks. Make sure you download the app and don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. Gentlemen, DJ Uyunglele. It happened again. We have ridden the wave up, down, up, down, and now we are all the way down, seemingly. Ryan, what do we do with DJ Uyunglele as a draft prospect? First of all, wait a second. Is he a draft prospect at this point? If he isn't, what are his options? And three or C, where is he transferring next year? I, I think you nailed it. I, I don't know that there is enough positive tape to get you on a roster as a draft selection. Can he fight his way through a UDFA process? Sure. Like there, there's enough talent there that you got to think he can fight for something. But if he wants his future to be anywhere close to what we thought it might have been at the beginning of this season, it's definitely a transfer. There's going to be some really attractive offenses to go to. I think it's mostly about connection. Can you get him – to the point where he understands where to go with it with more confidence than I. I think it's it's a confidence about where it should go most of the time. He needs a specific coordinator to get through him that the two of them can pair up. I do think that's that is what ends up happening. It's a transfer. Eric, it's completely dead. We tried to support him. He had big ball games against Wake Forest and a few others. But I think are we looking back at it thinking that was more aberration? And this is more the trend compared to what we saw last year. Your thoughts about DJ? I think right now what you're seeing, that's just what 
the current circumstances are. You know, he's uh, far too inconsistent. He one-hopped his first throw in the championship game, and he just looked totally off to the point where the co- coach said, you know what, we're not dealing with this for an entire game. we got to bench you. And he got benched. Not a great season for DJ. I'm pretty sure he wanted to get back on track. Had a bad season last year. It was not great. This year you're thinking, okay, you're going to start to turn that corner. And he started off and it looked a little flat. And then you start to get to the Wake Forest performance. And now you're starting to get that confirmation biasness that you want to see, right? Like everything that you wanted him to be, a mobile quarterback, a big arm quarterback. He's gritty. He's making all the throws, big time throws, massive moments, throwing for five touchdowns in the game. You're seeing everything that you want. You say, okay, he has arrived. This is the guy that we wanted to see all along. And then it does nothing but start to trend downward to the point where, to me, if you ask, it looks like he just lost his confidence. He got benched a little bit, uh, what, a few, a month ago, maybe now, and the coach was still supporting him. No, DJ's our guy. We just needed, uh, you know, just some type of uptick. We just needed some type of, like, something to give these guys some hope. I'm like, thinking, man, you're supposed to look to your starting quarterback for that. They had to go to the bench to get that. And I think in this game, they said, we're not doing it anymore. So, Definitely not a draftable prospect right now unless you just fully go on the intangibles, which even then I think the bad outweighs anything good from his skill set ability right now. He'd have to transfer because I'm pretty sure they're going with their uh, backup quarterback now for not just the rest of this year, but probably all the way to next year as well. They really like him as a recruit. And DJ is going to have to go elsewhere. Now, where is that elsewhere? Maybe there's a team that feels like they could fix him, but if Dabo – couldn't get the best out of you in that situation with how much he believed in you. I'm not sure. I don't know where, where you go from here. If you're DJ. Yeah, this is a, it's a tough one for DJ. I mean, he's probably going to have some options in some places. They're going to feel like, Hey, we can, we can get this, get this fixed. I don't think it's going backwards though. I don't think they can. I don't think at Clemson, it can happen. I think they are only thinking forward. I think Klubnik gets to start in the bowl game. Uh, they're going to get, what, 15 bowl practices, and then they're going to get 15 spring practices. I think by the end of that, Klubnik's going to prove he's the guy. He was sensational at Austin Westlake. I got a chance uh, to see him here um, in the playoffs when he was uh, playing at Westlake, and he's just he's just everything that Clemson quarterback has been. He was Deshaun Watson. He was Trevor Lawrence. He was, he was all that. So was DJ. Somewhere along the line, something went sideways, um, and it even happened – you know, this year where it felt like, oh, he's getting back on track and then something happened again. But South Carolina, 8 of 29, that's 28% for 99 yards. The other day against or uh, the other day against North Carolina, 2 of 5. They went to Klubnik. Klubnik goes 20 of 24 for 279. And so it's one of those one of those situations where is it the offense or is it our quarterback? Well, you got to make the decision. And you made the decision to go to Klubnik, and he showed, yeah, probably was the quarterback because he stepped in and did a pr- pretty solid job. There are going to be a lot of – there are a lot of places more than likely looking for a quarterback. And there are places that have hired new coaches that could be looking to make a splash, a place like Nebraska with Matt Rule. I don't know if that's the right fit for DJ, et cetera. DJ could always come back home to California. I'm sure there are going to be some places looking for quarterbacks out there. But I think Clemson found their guy in Cade Klubnik going forward. Uh, and we're going to be talking about him in the next year or two on this podcast about where he fits as a draft prospect because he's going to be an absolute dude. And these two guys, Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy, are absolute dudes as 
Well, I'd like to hope that I fit in that category, but we appreciate you guys for making Locked On NFL Draft your first listen every day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. We got plenty for you the rest of this week. We'll break down NFL weekend. We'll have a Friday night draft. We won't look forward to any college games because we'll have some bowl games in a couple of weeks, but we'll still be breaking out prospects because that's what we do right here on Lockdown NFL Draft. For Eric, for Ryan, I'm John. We'll see you tomorrow, and as always, let's go.